0: Hi, this is Deacon Larry, and this is Renewed. Sisters and brothers, in December 8th we will celebrate the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. That's one of those Holy Days of Obligations, those calls for us as members of the Church to gather for the celebration of the Eucharist. Why? So that we can remember the story, so that we can remember our story as it is tied indeed to Mary and the Immaculate Conception. Very often a very human mistake is to hear the words Immaculate uh, without stain and conception and to think, oh, I know the one who was immaculately conceived, that was Jesus. Well there is truth in that Jesus being God is free from sin, true God from true man. But first, the Immaculate Conception is the doctrine proclaimed 1854 after Eighteen centuries of reflection, it's part of the tradition of the church, it's not recorded in scripture as such, it is what has been passed down through the tradition of the church for us and for our belief, part of the revelation of God to us regarding Mary. And the teaching is that Mary indeed was born by a special favor of God to be immaculate, having no stain of original sin. With no stain of original sin, Mary wasn't inclined to venial or to mortal sin. She was able to live her life without sin and therefore was able to be a perfect vessel for Christ. As you think about going into church, very often one of the features in the church that we look at and admire is the tabernacle. That tabernacle, that special place where the blessed sacrament is reserved. They're always, uh, to a degree, immaculate, without stain, they're clean, they're golden, they're, they shine, and they're lighted, and uh, uh, there's a, a glow about them. This is the same concept that Mary, if Mary is going to bear the very body of Christ herself, that she indeed should be an immaculate, a stainless house, a stainless temple, a stainless tabernacle for Christ until he comes to join us through the birth on Christmas. And so on December 8th, we celebrate Mary. But in doing so, we celebrate the anticipate the coming of Christ, because it was from Mary's reception of Christ that we're able to then receive Christ as he was born on Christmas Day. So, sisters and brothers, when we gather on December the 8th, we celebrate the Eucharist, we give thanks for Mary, and in doing so, we give thanks for the coming of Christ that we long for days ahead at Christmas. As we recall Mary being immaculate, perhaps it's an invitation for us to try to live as best we can in a most immaculate way, in imitation of Mary, but even more so, in imitation of Christ. If we do that, we will be renewed.